Father in heaven, we thank you for this morning. We give you praise for the privilege to be in your presence. The Bible says, Blessed is the one whom you choose and you cause to approach unto you. He said, We shall be satisfied with the fatness of your house. Accept our thanks and our praises in the name of Jesus. Thank you for this year, 2024, our year of all round blessings. I pray, Lord, as we hear your word this morning, you open our ears and open our hearts that we might position ourselves for all our blessings this year in the name of Jesus. Thank you for answering our prayers. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Oh, somebody put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Let me announce to four people is your season of blessings. Hallelujah. Okay. Amen. Now, you are going to say it to yourself. It's my season of blessings. It's my seasons of blessings. Yoruba people are very good at doing such things. Uluwa dami lola. I see they are the only one that exists. <laughs> Everything is me, me. This year, the Lord is going to give you a season of blessings. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I want you to help me celebrate the choir. Help me put your hands together for the choir. Hallelujah. And let me celebrate Bimbo Sam. Where is Bimbo? Let me celebrate it. Wonderful. Glorious. If you were at the wedding yesterday, you saw a small boy that was dancing vigorously. That's Bimbo's boy. I say, he can't do more than that. He has to do like his father. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. I want to wish you a happy new year once again in the name of Jesus. Indeed, this is the very first Sunday in this year 2024. And God must have something special for us this morning. And I give him praise because he's ever faithful. Like we had in all these songs that were sung, one thing that is sure about God, one of my daughters in the Lord will put it this way. He said, now over faithfulness, now they worry God. Now, over faithfulness, they worry God. They say, God is too faithful. Too faithful to fail. And if he has said, it's your year of all and blessings, believe it. Because so shall it be in the name of Jesus. I want us to read from the book of First Chronicles chapter 4, verse 9 to 11. And see the story of a man who is all and blessings personified. First Chronicles chapter 4, verse 9 to 
verse 11. Now, everybody say now. Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. You see, is that now is so significant because theologians have found out that that verse was actually started from where it should end. Are you listening to what I'm saying? So that's why that now is very important. He's telling you about the story of Jabez now. But that was not how it started. So he had to tell us what actually allowed him to now say now. Now Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. And his mother had called him Jabez, saying, Behold, I bore him in pain. And Jabez called. Everyone said Jabez called. Called on the God of Israel, saying, Oh, that you will bless me indeed and enlarge my territory, that your hand will be with me and that you will keep me from evil, that I may not cause pain. So God granted him that which he requested. That's the story of Jabez. Let's stop there. What is special about Jabez? In all of history, Jabez happened to be a man who was singled out because of his prayer. Through prayer, Jabez was able to change his destiny. Through prayer, God, Jabez was able to rewrite his story. And that's why this month is so crucial for me. It's so crucial for you. What you will get in the year of all round blessings is a function of how you relate with God this month. That scripture we just read ended with, and God granted him that which he requested. In other words, Jabez placed a request before God, and God had to answer him according to his request. Now, can you paint a picture where Jabez did not place any request? What will he get? He will get nothing. He said, either though you have asked nothing, say, ask so that your joy can be full. I pray today that in this month of January, and indeed the theme for the year is the theme for this month. It's our month of all and blessings. May you place a request before God. And like Jabez, may you get all that you requested. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. If you read the book of First Chronicles chapter 4, verse 9, if you read it from the earlier verses, because I'm speaking on the prayer that got God's attention. What kind of prayer will get God's attention? If you read James chapter 4, verse 1 to 2, he said, you asked and you did not get. You wore and you didn't get. He said, why? He said, even when you ask, you did not get. Why did you ask and you did not get? Because there may be somebody under the sound of my voice, under in this auditorium or somewhere, who will say, ah, my pastor, every year I've been participating in this uh, uh, prayer and fasting. Uh, is this all for one night? And I've not gotten anything. And that's the fulfillment of James chapter 4. He said, you ask and you did not get. He said, because there's a reason. There's a reason. It's not because God is not faithful. It's not because God doesn't answer prayer. You didn't get for a reason. He said, because you ask and do not receive, because you ask and miss, that you may spend it on your pleasures. That's the reason. Very simple. So how do I ask this year I can, to attract God's attention? How do I ask so that I won't ask and miss? 
How did Jabez actually pray? That his prayer became the reason for the change of his destiny. During the vigil, I spoke a lot about blessing and causes and the fact that both are tied to words. I know a friend of mine, we grew up together. I think I've told his story before. I was there, not that I was told. The day his father was cursing him, I was there. Not just his father cursing him just anywhere. He cursed him in the Habalis house. The Habalis happened to be the head of their family. And they said they wanted to set to a quarry. Before we knew, they carried all of us to this Habalis house. And my mother had to follow us because we were close. He was my, clo- he's my close friend. So my fa- mother had to follow because his mother was no more alive. His mother died when he was very small. So my mother took so much interest in him with his auntie. We went there thinking that it was a certainly a quarry. It was a day of causes. Inside an Abadis' house, with all the Abadis' apparatus in full force, he was being cursed. The man said, you will never rise up to my level. He's also, he cursed him and cursed him. And after I had finished cursing him, everybody was crying. My mother was crying. I was crying. The young man was crying. <laughs> See, words have power. When you go to home, go and read Proverbs 11 11. Read it in all the translations you can lay out on. You will see the power of words. He said, through the words of the righteous, a city is built. Say, but because of the words of the wicked, it is destroyed. Words are powerful. So, this is what we're talking about about blessing and cursing. Please take note of words. It was cursed. And we left there crying. As things unfolded, it was so bad for him that I'm aware he trained himself to go to university. And he trained himself picking, what do they call those people? Scavengers. Yes, that's what he was doing. In fact, one day he was caught, they almost killed him. In one of the city state capitals in Nigeria. They almost killed him. His people knew right and said, no, we know him, we know him, he's not a chief. Please. But let me tell you the good side of the story. Because he knew his God. The Bible said the people that do know their God, they shall be strong and they shall do exploits. Because he knew his God, his story changed. To the extent that, let me just give you an, a tip of the iceberg on how blessed he was. To the extent that he single-handedly, more or less, built a big auditorium for Foursquare in the city of Wari. Not just that, beside the auditorium, there's a guest house also built by him. He's a pastor of that church. And today, <laughs> let me not tell you, eventually, his father, who caused him, was sick and there was nobody to take care of him. He brought him to his own house and the man died in his house. He died with him taking care of the man. And before he died, he confessed himself. He said, I didn't know that you are like this, that God brought you to bless my life. I pray for you. Whoever is standing in the position to say, I will see what you will become. In their very presence, they will begin to look up to you. 
all blessings and power of causes. But when Balak was hired Balaam, his reason for hiring Balaam, he said, these people are too mighty for me. So when we talked about divine multiplication last year, you need all and blessing to sustain it. When you become mighty, you become a, an object of envy. Many of the battles people are fighting are battles of envy. They're just wondering, how did you get here? How? 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 Why must it be you? Why must it be you? We must bring him down. Why? Why must it? And they gang up. Why must it be you? It's a battle of envy. If you read the story of Isaac very well, the Bible says, and the man was great and went forward and until he became very great. And then did you finish it? And the Philistines envied him. There is no way God will have divinely multiplied you last year and you will not become an object of envy. And for you to take care of that envy, you need all and blessings. Because then he followed up. Like I said during the vigil in verse 22, he only multiplied and said be fruitful. But when he got to verse 28, he didn't only say multiply and be fruitful. He said subdue the earth, take charge, dominate. You need it. Otherwise, <laughs> you are in danger. You are in danger. If God just multiplies you, everything we do is bang, 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 bang. Even the devil doesn't like that, you know. He doesn't. So you must be prepared. And I'm going to show you from the prayer of Jabez. Jabez took care of everything. He took care of everything in his prayers. And that's why at some point in the US, Bruce Wilkerson had to write a book on the prayer of Jabez. It was so popular in the US that vests, handbands, so many things. You just see prayer of Jabez, prayer of Jabez. Teenagers, youths, everybody. We, they were in love with the prayer of Jabez because his prayer was a masterpiece. And today I want to give you a guideline from his prayer so that this month as you pray, you know what to pray for to get God's attention. Because like we read in James chapter 1, not every prayer gets God's attention. That's the truth. It's not every prayer. You must do it according to the rules. One of the things I discovered about God is that God doesn't do his things anyhow. That's why he showed his ways to Moses. And his acts to the children of Israel. If you want it on a continuous basis, learn his ways. Learn his ways. But if you want it and run, then you can begin to wait for his acts. But if you want it on a continuous basis, it's better to get the principles so that you can have the results continuously. And God is a God of principles. He works by principle. He doesn't work by sentiment. He doesn't work by emotion. He works by principles. That's why we call him the faithful God. And he'll be faithful to you this year. As you pray, he will answer your prayer. He was singled out for honorable mention. In fact, they had to start that verse that way so that it can attract your attention. Now Jabez was more honorable than all his brothers. I pray for you this year. As you pray, as you pray, you will become more honorable. Your all and blessings will be special one. Because the Lord will answer your prayer. He prayed a prayer that got God's attention. He prayed a prayer that God couldn't walk away from. Indeed, prayer has the power to transform. Prayer has the power to change destinies. A man named Prayer Hyde. I read this story. Everybody's heart is on the left. Prayer Hyde prayed until his heart repositioned to the right. 
And he prayed so much that he had a crusade. He wants to go and preach. And he got to the place there is no sane person to interpret for him. He went and picked a drunkard to do his interpretation. But because he had prayed so much, as he was preaching, the drunkard interpreted. At the end of the day, the drunkard was the first to give his life to Christ. And so many people gave their life to Christ. Because there is nothing prayer cannot do. Particularly prayer that is prayed in such a way that God will answer. A man prayed eh? and moon stood. Sun stood. A, from the prayer of a man, he said, sun, stand still. Moon, stand still. Scientists are still looking for that one day today. Because there was a missing day. And they said, where is that missing day since the world was created? And they discovered that it was the prayer of one man who decided to command and say, sun, stand still. Moon, stand still. I pray for you that this year, by your prayer, your destiny will change. He was born in sorrow. Nobody expected any good thing from Jabez. Jabez was considered an outcast in his family. Nobody gave Jabez a chance. He had no chance at all. That's to tell you this morning that it doesn't matter how bad it is with you. God will change your story. Doesn't matter how terrible it is with you. Through prayer, God will change your story. In the name of Jesus Christ. So prayer is so powerful. No wonder that songwriter said, Oh, what peace we have on forfeit. Oh, what needless pains we bear. All because we did not carry everything to God in prayer. Have you ever seen somebody who is looking for anything? You know? My, my wife has been looking for something for two years now. And came across somebody who is in a position to do it. And the person I don't know how. You have been to this person, been to this person, or mentioning the names of all the people she had consulted. And the person said, I don't know how. I just feel attached to you that I must solve this problem. That's the power of prayer. The person will not know the reason why he's doing what he's doing. In fact, sometimes after doing it, he said, That one doesn't matter. You can abuse my head. Abuse my leg. Just do what I want you to do. After all, it will not be written in my forehead that it was abused. What people will hear is my testimony. I pray for you this year. People will hear your testimony. As you take time to seek the Lord, the Lord will answer your prayers. He prayed until a man who was supposed to be an embodiment of sorrow became an embodiment of honor. Prayer changed everything 360 degrees. That's to tell you the power of prayer. As you see God this month, I see you changing so many things. Changing destinies. John Wesley said, God is limited by prayer. And we do nothing of eternal value except somebody asking. <laughs> Anything that will be of eternal value, somebody must ask God. Destinies are altered because of prayer. Jabez born in sorrow became more honorable in the place of prayer. I knew about a secondary school principal. He was a director in the Federal Ministry of Education. And then, you know, some of them want to be sent to federal government colleges as principals. And he was sent to this school. And that school was notorious in the whole country for courtism. In fact, people were running away from being sent to the school. And they sent him there. Incidentally, he's a Christian. And his own father in the Lord who brought him up in the place of prayer is also my father in the Lord. 
So when my father in the law went to visit him, he branched my place. And he told me the story. He said, look at this man that had just been brought here. I didn't know. He said, he's my son. And I have had, I said, that school, yes, even me have had. I know about them. He said, but he has been sent there. He said, but I have arranged with him. We're going to hold three days prayer and fasting. And I'm going to walk around the school. <laughs> I'm going to do a victory march around the school compound in the night. And two of them walk around the school in the night. Do you know that within a space of one year, that school began to be recognized as an excellent school. From being a courty school to a school producing excellence. A year later, when he came to visit me, he said, when I got to his office, he had lined up trophies. See that these are products of your prayer. School began to win trophies. He said, what he did is that after you had prayed, I continued with that prayer. I continue to mount pressure spiritually. I pray for you that you won't even end your prayer in January. You will continue to sustain the victory. This man so got influenced by my father in the Lord's life of prayer that he prayed so much. One day they had a meeting in Portacot together with all the other principals and other senior teachers of federal government colleges. And they took a bus from where they were to go to bank. And they went to the bank. All of them would draw, you know, various amounts of money. They didn't know that the bad guys, they don't know how they got information that they went to bank. Can you imagine? Majority of them are not from Portacot. As they were driving back, getting to the gates of the school where they were holding the meeting, they were waylaid with guns. They said, all of you bring out your money. Bring out your money. He said, he didn't know where the inspiration came from. He just took the money that he took from his bag and threw it under his seat. They took everybody's money. Only his own they didn't take. <laughs> when he told me the testimony, I said, this is your prayer. I'll single you out again. I pray that this year, prayer will single you out. I say, as you call upon the Lord, you'll be singled out. Singled out for testimony. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. What kind of prayer did Jabez pray? That's what I want you to, to, to just go over. Number one. He started by saying, oh, that you will bless me indeed. Why is Jabez praying for blessing indeed? And by that, Jabez prayed for grace. Because what we call blessings in the Old Testament is actually grace in the New Testament. He prayed for grace. And Jabez was praying, bless me indeed, because he knew that a small blessing would not make a difference in his life. He's been so caused by his own mother that if you give him small blessings, it will show. Bless me indeed. That's his first prayer. He prayed for grace. Over and above every other request you are going to make this month. Please pray for grace. Paul the apostle said, by the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace has made me what I am. He said, I labored more abundantly than they are, yet not high, but the grace of God that was with me. I received the grace not in vain. He prayed for grace. Much more than every other thing. Please pray for grace. Pray for God to bless you. 
Open your mouth and say, God, bless me. Somebody had divine God's blessing as the fullness of God's advantage. Fullness of divine advantage. That wherever you are, you are the fullness of divine advantage. You are the center of God's will. In Genesis 32, verse 26b, Jacob was praying and he said, Oh, I will not let you go unless you bless me. Pray for grace. Pray for blessing. Don't be shy in, in praying for blessing. In Proverbs 10, 22, we are told that it is the blessing of the Lord that maketh rich without sorrow. I pray for you that this year, the blessing of the Lord will make all the difference in your life. I said the blessing of the Lord will make all the difference in your family. After the children of Israel became mighty for the Moabites in Numbers chapter 22, their king's name is Balak. He didn't know what to do. He was confused. From verse 2 of number 22, he began to say, he said, these people are too mighty for me. They are too mighty. They are too great. What can I do? Then he went and hired a prophet, Balaam. Because he knew that anything Balaam say, it must be so. He said, Balaam, come. I know that if you curse them, then they will reduce. He knew the power of curses. So he hired Balaam. And he said, help me to curse them. And Balaam actually tried. Balaam tried. Help me tell someone, say, Balaam tried. <laughs> he tried to, ah, he, he struggled with God. He struggled with the spirit of God. There is nothing Balaam did not do. Just to go and curse them. At a point, he troubled God so much in his own prayer, wrong prayer, that God said, okay, go. But anything I tell you is what you will do. When he got on the way, God sent another thing to block his way. Say, you can't go. So eventually, Balaam got there. When Balaam got there, he said, as he opened his mouth to curse them, blessing was coming out. And the man who hired him said, ah, this is 420. How can I hire you? I paid you everything you need I gave to you. He had said it again and again and he violated it. He said, if Balaam will give me all his house, I will not. But eventually he went. <laughs> but God is greater than anyone that wants to curse you. The blessing of God is bigger. As he opened his mouth, he began to bless them. And Balak was confused. He said, what's your problem? Everything you asked for, I gave you. He now confessed in Numbers 23, verse 20. He said, he has given a commandment to bless. And he has blessed. I cannot reverse it. I pray that this year, your blessing will be irreversible. Oh, no matter the powers that gather together to reverse your blessing, they will come back and say, they cannot reverse it. He has blessed. I cannot reverse it. So this year, please pray for blessings. Pray for blessings. Pray for blessings. Jabez started the whole thing by asking for God's blessing. You know, a man of God was sharing his testimony, which I'm going to share later. God is going to bless you so much that it will be obvious that the grace of God is unique in your life. I say to be glad to everybody that the grace of God is unique in your life. The blessing will be so, so obvious that everybody will know that indeed this person is blessed. That's how they got to know Paul. They saw that Paul was just different. I pray, he prayed for blessing. 
he prayed for grace. Number two, Jabez prayed. He said, oh, that you bless me indeed and enlarge my coast. He not only prayed for grace, he prayed for growth. Jabez prayed for growth. In all your prayers this year, please pray for growth. Pray for spiritual growth. Pray for growth in every area of your life. Pray for growth in your family. Pray for growth in your business. Pray for growth in your career. Pray for growth. God is not a stagnant God. God is a progressive God. He said they go from strength to strength. Every one of them in Zion until they appear before God. He said the path of the just are shining light. Shines brighter and brighter and brighter and brighter unto a perfect day. Pray for growth. Let me tell your neighbor, say pray for growth. And like my course, Jabez prayed. He prayed for growth. He prayed for growth. This prayer of God bless me, God bless me, God bless me. This year, please change it. It's good to say God bless me, but go beyond that. That's the praying for grace. Go beyond that. Pray for specific growth. What level are you now? Which level do you want to be by December? Growth. You are praying for five minutes now. Pray, God, by the end of this year, I want to do 15 minutes. I want to do 30 minutes. That's growth. As of today, you hardly preach to anybody. Tell God, I want God to open my mouth. I want to be able to preach to at least one soul every week. That's growth. Pray for growth. When you see Nigeria leading budget, what do you think they were doing? They are planning for growth. Because the growth you did not plan for will not happen. No. It doesn't happen by accident. You must plan, you must pray for growth, and then it will happen. Pray for growth. Don't be stagnant. It's not the will of God. When the children of Israel stood on the same spot for too long, God shouted at Moses, tell the people to go forward. If anything around you is making it look like you are stagnant, it's time to pray. Pray for growth. That's what Jabez noticed. Ah, why is everything standing still? Nothing is moving. It has happened to me before, so I know what I'm talking about. When nothing is moving, there is something to be dealt with. Pray for growth. Growth in your spiritual life. Growth in your material life. Growth in your family life. Growth. In your business, growth in your career. It's not the will of God that you are stagnant in the same position. And people have been promoted left, right, and center. You know, I read the story of somebody. They, they, they so planned. They put the fire. They got it on that table. Fire was gone on that table. And you know, without fire, they can't promote the person. They look for the fire so they, they couldn't find it. Until he came and prayed. When he prayed very violent prayer, cleaner, ordinary cleaner who came in the morning to clean office, he doesn't know what happened to the leg of the table. The leg of the table broke. I'm sure through the prayer. As the leg broke, the person was just sweeping. Oh, Jakarta. Everybody goes, oh, this is the fire we've been looking for. Whatever the enemy has used to cover your glory, as you pray for growth, is removed in the name of Jesus. Pray for growth. Very important. We must pray to push limitations. Whatever form the limitations, whether spiritual, whether material, whether whatever form, limitation over the life of your children, you can use prayer to remove it. He said, he has broken, Psalm 107, 15, 16, the gates of brass and caught the bars of iron asunder. 
He prayed for growth. Daniel was brought to Babylon as a slave. Do you know that? But his prayer made him a governor. <laughs> and the devil knew that that prayer was his secret. So he asked them to harass him that he should not pray. Of course, the man knew his secret. He didn't answer them. He said, it's better to be jailed by human being than to be jailed by spiritual forces. When you stop praying, you become a prey. You will never become a prey in Jesus' name. Pray for growth. But let me warn you. Don't only pray for growth. There are three other things you need to do if you must grow this year. Number one, you must have a vision. In fact, your vision should drive your prayer. What's your vision for your family? What's your vision for your business? What's your vision for your career? What's your vision for ministry? Where do you want to be by December 2024? Have a vision. Have a vision. You must have a vision. He said, for the vision is for an appointed time. And it shall speak. Though it tarry, wait for it. It will not tarry. I have discovered that each time when I drop my shopping list, it's an instrument of growth. Because the one that God answered last year, will I put it again? Eh? Because God knows they repeat class. Oh. So the one he has done last year, I won't put it. It means the ones I will put this year are which one? New ones. So that way God is adding to me. I'm growing. Have a vision. Let that vision drive your prayer for growth. Number two, have faith. Don't pray out of fear. You know, I've discovered that some Christians pray out of fear. Do you know how I know? Now, if I say we should pray now, that God should bless us, you will see our voice will be very low. Pray that God should save souls, should save converts. You will see our voice will be very low. But if I raise prayer now, and I say, I sense that fire wants to burn inside this house now. Can we raise prayer? Ah! You said the place are blessed before the fire come. <laughs> the way people will pray, you know that that prayer is out of fear. Don't pray out of fear. Pray with faith. Only the prayer of faith will be answered. You have faith to believe God for that thing you have set as a goal. For that thing you have set as a target. Don't be like those prayers who are people who are praying for Peter in Acts chapter 12. They were praying for Peter to come. And when Peter eventually came and somebody came and knocked the door and out of excitement did not even open the door for Peter to enter. She was too excited. She ran back. Say, everybody begin to praise God. Peter has come. They say, you are a mad person. How can you say Peter came just now? We, we started praying. It's not too long. Acts 12, 15. And they said to her, you are beside yourself. You are a foolish person. She kept insisting that it was so. So they said, it is not Peter. You have seen his angel. So please pray with faith so that when your answer comes, you will not be denied your answer by yourself. Say, how come? How can it happen? It's too sudden. You think God will be waiting for your timetable? God has his own timetable and at his time, he will do it for you this year. Number three, don't just pray. Don't just have vision. If you want to grow, 
Don't just have, don't just pray for growth. Don't just have vision. Don't just have faith in your prayers and in your plans and your vision. Walk. Tell somebody, say, walk. You want growth, you want enlargement. So when Jabez said, enlarge my course, I'm sure Jabez didn't go to sleep. He walked towards it. In fact, for a man that they have told that we are man to nothing, they are the people that normally walk extra hard. They walk extra hard because nobody gave him a chance. So he had to walk extra hard. So the fact that you have prayed in January does not mean that you say, ah, thank God God has answered all our prayers. Now it is time to sleep. We have prayed in January. Oh God, now let your servant depart in peace according to your word. And you are looking for a job. You don't, you don't browse. You don't check anywhere. You just stay in your house and you say, God, you see me, oh, that I don't have a job. You see, you are not looking anywhere. You are not talking to anybody. You say, oh God. And you don't have any sites that you are looking at to get a job. You just stay there. You say, after all, after all, it was angel that came to deliver Peter. I'm waiting for the angel to bring my appointment letter. My friend, <laughs> that's your route. It's a very long route. That is what we call faith without works. And what did the Bible say it is? It's a dead one. Dead one. Dead on arrival. Any faith that doesn't have works is a dead faith. So the father you are praying, the father you have a vision, the father you have faith, does not exclude you from walking. Please walk. As you pray, walk. As you pray, walk. And the Lord God of heaven we answer your prayers. After all, when you read Deuteronomy chapter 28 from verse 1 to 13, he repeated it. He will bless the work of your hands. So if there is nothing in your hand, what are you waiting for God to bless? He prayed for growth. And then, the third thing on Jabez's prayer, he said that your hand will be with me. So Jabez not only prayed for grace and said, God bless me, he didn't only pray for growth and say, enlarge my course. He also prayed for guidance. This year, more than anything else, you need guidance. That you will be at the right place at the right time. It's so important. Pray for guidance. Pray for guidance as you are praying for breakthrough in every area. First and foremost, pray for guidance. Spiritually, pray for guidance. In your life, pray for guidance. Thank God for Bimbo. Then what's about this time last year, 2022, we got talking. He told me, he said, that you have a strong push to move to Lagos. And I said, ah, I've seen you minister. We used to bring him from Abuja because we found ourselves in a situation in which people say, oh, first of all, you don't have talents. And we said, no, we have. It's because we didn't open our eyes to see them. And I heard about him. And he spoke to me. He said, I have this pool to come to Lagos. And I said, what are you waiting for? Please begin to come. As he began to plan, the first thing God did was, God prepared somebody who was going to move out of his own accommodation. And then he said, pack into my accommodation. That's the first sign. A man of God said, one of the, one of the signs that God uses to punish his obedient servant is lack. They are one of the ways God uses to direct his servant, his provision. So there was a place for him to pack into. You know, one of the most difficult things in Lagos to get his house. 
Do you know that? And when you don't have a house, you have no place. If you are squatting, you won't function well. You will not function well. Because anywhere you are working, you'll be thinking of, and the agent will call you, there are people who have paid 10 agents in order to get one house. And none of them produce a house for them. So when God says, go, and the man says, I'm coming, and somebody says, oh, I have a house for you. Oh. <laughs> That's how I got here. And I'm sure you know that Bimbo has been a blessing. It's been a blessing. I, at the vigil, I was literally taking off. I was taking off. The worst that can happen to a preacher is not to have a good worship before you take off microphone. It will be as if the devil came and sat on your head that you can't preach today. But when you have a good worship, you literally fly. You won't even know how you are doing what you're doing. The Holy Ghost literally takes over. It's not today. It's been like that. It's been like that. That's why David was singled out. So said, provide me now a man who can play well. And they brought him to him. So guardians is so important. In whatever you are asking for this year, please ask for guardians. No matter how little the issue appear to be, no matter how big the issue appear to be, please ask God for guardians. Because it may be good and may not be God. It may be good, it may not be God. And what you need is God. What you need is God. Because for all you know, that thing that looks good, it just takes one minute for it to change. If God is not there. Lord thought he has taken the best place. But because God was not there, he turned to a cause. His wife became a pillar of salt. If God is not there, then it is not good. Guidance. Guidance. And it's one of the things God has promised us. When God, why did Abraham get to Canaan land and his father did not get there? Why? The father had no guidance. It was when they were in Haran together that God showed up to Abraham. And God told him, move now to a land that I will show you. And he moved. That's another important thing. If God guides you and you are not obedient, he won't guide you again. Even you. When you give instruction to somebody and you go and leak a secret to him and he didn't use it. Next time when you ask him, will you leak it? Are you a fool? Not to talk of God who made heaven and earth. If he give you a scroll and say, boy, this is the way to go and you refuse. You think next time one of the major obstacles to knowing the will of God is not doing the one he showed you before. The one he showed you before, what did you do about it? If you, did, if you didn't do the one he showed you before, why are you asking for another one? That's why many Christians are repeating class. You know what it means to repeat class in Christianity? What it means is that the instruction he gave you before, until you answer them, you don't move. And you are crying, you are praying. God say, <laughs> continue, but I told you something the other day. <laughs> I think you go back there. He prayed for guidance. As you pray this month, please pray for guidance. And as you pray for guidance, the Lord will show you the place. He will guide you to the place. I say, we guide you to the place. You will not miss the place. I've shared the testimony of my last promotion where I retired with you. I was in worry, doing my work quietly, and they said, go to Port Harcourt for a meeting. And I packed my bag and baggage. Very unusual of me. I'm not used to, you know, going to look for gas. I finished my meeting. 
And there was nothing to do. The flight time is not yet. I said, ah, this is a good time. Let me go and see some of my guys. And I went to my director's office. And I got there. And God so arranged it. The secretary was not on seat. You know, if the secretary was on seat, he would have stopped me and queried me, why do I want to see your guy? And you know, the worst part, any PA or secretary you want to hear, is that I just want to greet him. He said, oh, well, okay, you can go first. So God made sure the secretary was not there. And I went. I just entered gallantly. Since there was a secretary, I just opened, you know, with my, you know, I was feeling good that day, feeling very nice that I have achieved what I came for. And there's still time. Flight is. As I opened the office, I just saw them meeting. I had to quickly close. I said, I'm sorry. I saw the caliber of people in that meeting. And as I closed and I came, I met the secretary. Yeah, 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 yeah. She started abusing. There was no abuse she didn't give me. She said, this is how you spot people's work. Who has you to go inside? Hey, you go and disrupt their meeting. Hey, I said, my sister, I beg you. I beg you. I beg you. So I beg her, I disappeared. When I got back to worry that night, I got a call. From one of the people in the meeting. Say, Sam, what happened to you? You are a worried staff. What, what, how did, and what's of all, you came into that meeting. What were you looking for? So I had to explain myself. Say, I, I hope I have not offended. He said, no. He said, you know what happened? We were looking for somebody to occupy a slot in worry. And we were just thinking and wondering, who, who can occupy this slot? He said, and then you opened it up and you closed it. See, as soon as you let, everybody said, what are we looking for? That's the man. That is the man. The Lord will guide you this year. You will be at the right place at the right time. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Because that's his promise. Jabez asked for God. He said that your hand will be with me. That your hand will be with me. That was his prayer. No wonder he became more honorable. He was, God was ordering his steps. God was ordering his steps. He will order your steps this year. You won't go to a wrong place this year. In Jeremiah 42 verse 3, it said that the Lord your God may show you the way in which you should walk this year and the thing you should do. God will show you the way. He will guide you to what you should do. In the name of Jesus. In Ezra chapter 8 verse 21, he said, Then I proclaim a fast. There at the river of Hava, that we might humble ourselves before God in prayers to seek from Him the right way, because there's always a right way. The right way for us, the right way for our little ones, and the right way for all our possessions. You need to seek the right way. As you pray to God, the Lord will show you the right way. I say, We show you the right way. I say, The Lord will show you the right way. In next lecture, chapter 10, verse 15, He said, The labor of the foolish. Weary every one of them because they don't know the way to the city. They're just laboring for nothing. A great man of God in this country, I had his testimony recently. He said he had first class. And as a village boy, he didn't see the advert on time for Commonwealth Scholarship. But eventually he saw it. So the day he saw it, that's his own today, Abby. So he traveled to Lagos and came to the Federal Secretariat. So as he has prepared the application to submit. When he entered the office, they say, ah, from which country? <laughs> say from Nigeria. So where have you been? This application closed three months ago. He was looking up and ah, it can happen to villagers like me. I was in the village. I didn't know what it takes to enter a federal government college. Maybe I would have gone to one of them. I didn't know. I thought I can just take anyone I like. Like some people feed jam anyhow. 
and they were high scores, yes, they will not be taken. Because they didn't know, they don't have information. So don't, don't say, hi, he didn't have information. He came three months later. And when he came, they looked at him, they said, well, you can go. So he packed the application and left. He got to the entrance. You know, somebody who is highly disappointed was just looking up and down. What next? Then one of the staff walked up to him and said, what are you looking for? He said, sir, I came, man. I came to submit application. He said, for what? He said, for Commonwealth Scholarship. Ah. See, what's your class? He said, first class. Ah. See, you know what? I'm going to buy food for the big boss. So, if you can wait here, when I finish buying food, when I want to enter, you go with me. Went and bought food, brought food for the big boss. As he was entering, he followed her. When he entered, he greeted the guy. He said, Who is this one? Say he's one of the applicants for common. He said, Ah, he come away and call him now. This is close three months ago. He said, but he says, okay, the reason why I brought him, he has first class. What? First class? This one? Say, where are your papers? He brought it. So yes, I'm receiving this application now. That was the scholarship he used to have his PhD today. When God orders your step, nothing can stop you. He said, I will go before you. I will go before you. That's the first promise he made. And I will ensure that the mountains and the hills are brought low. And the valleys are lifted up. The crooked paths are made straight. And the wrong places become smooth. So that the glory of the Lord can be seen. And all flesh we see together. This year, the Lord will go before you. He will lead and guide you. You will not miss it in the name of Jesus. Anywhere you go, the hand of the Lord will be upon you. In Psalm 32 verse 8, say, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will guide you with my eye. You won't take wrong decision this year. You will not keep wrong company this year. You know, thank God for our brother Baba Femi. When he was leading us in prayer, say anybody that entered Jonah's vehicle is in trouble. They didn't see no, but Jonah seen. But because they were in the same ship, what happened to them? They lost on their goose. This year, no Jonah will enter the same vehicle with you. In your journey of destiny, Every Jonah is expelled in the name of Jesus. In your journey of destiny, every Judas is expelled in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. God will lead you this year. Ha. You will see some testimonies this year that will be as a result of God's guidance in the mighty name of Jesus. Finally, Jabez prayed for godliness. He prayed for godliness. He said, you will keep me from what? From evil. Anytime we're talking about evil, we always talk about evil happening to somebody. We have forgotten about evil that we draw by ourselves. That's the one he's praying for. Keep me from using my hand to draw evil. How do you draw evil by yourself? When you engage in things you should be engaging. Your back colleagues are for warfare. As you went and used your hand to drag evil. That's the one he's praying against. Because as for the evil that occur, God is going to keep you from that one. The hand of the Lord cannot be upon you and evil will not come to you. But there are evils that you use your hand to draw. That's the way he's praying against. That's why you have to pray for godliness over and above every of your prayer points. 
Pray for grace. Pray for growth. Pray for guidance. But also pray for godliness. In 2 Timothy chapter 4 verse 18, Paul said, And the Lord shall deliver me from every evil work and will preserve me unto his heavenly kingdom. I pray that this year, the Lord will preserve you from evil. Every evil work, you will not engage in it. So that you won't use your hand to draw evil. There's what we call walking in God's path. You may use all your mouth to pronounce blessing. If you don't do things that will around blessing, blessing will not come. You must do things that will draw blessing. That's why this man was praying for godliness. In Ecclesiastes chapter 8 verse 11. That's the problem with our nation. He said, because sentence against evil is not executed speedily. Therefore, the heart of the sons of men is fully set in them to do evil. This year, you will not be an instrument for evil. This year, you will not engage in evil. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Because God is looking for those who are set to turn around. And as you turn around, listen, in Galatians 6, I've said, don't be deceived. God is not mocked. Whatever a man sows, that's what he will reap. You can't be calling blessing, blessing, blessing. And your hands are filled with evil. That's what Jabez prayed for. That you will deliver me from evil. Paul prayed that the Lord will deliver me from every evil work. You're a young person. You're a middle-aged person. You're an old person. You know you are continuously engaged in evil. And we are talking about all our blessings. Please know that until you change your ways, it's not your portion. No. It's not. You can't plant orange and others mango. It's not possible. You can't plant yam and go there to, to harvest cocoa yam. No. Everyone that was blessed in the Bible, if they were engaged in evil, they made effort to change, like Jacob. That's why that blessing came to pass. He will never have seen the light of the day. But if he made up his mind one day, he said, God, you will bless me. God, unless you bless me, I'm not living here. He had received the blessing, of, but the blessing will not work because he said, 419. He kept deceiving everybody, deceived his father, deceived his, uh, his mentor, deceived everybody all over the place and thought he was making progress. No progress. No progress. Listen. Listen to this scripture as I close. Psalm 107, 117. Fools, because of their transgression and because of their iniquities, were afflicted. Many afflictions are as a result of evil. People drawing evil with their hand. I pray for you today. As you call upon the name of the Lord, your story will change. One thing I'm sure of, anybody that comes to him in humility and repentance, he will forgive. He will forgive. Our God is plenteous. He's plenteous in mercy. So he will forgive. All you need to do is to make up your mind and say, Lord, I'm tired of evil. I'm tired of playing trickster. I'm tired of deceiving everybody. I'm tired of deceiving my parents. I'm tired of walking the path of evil. In this year of blessing, I want to change path. I want to change. I want to change. I need a change in my life. All you need to do is to surrender in humility to the Lord. Confess that which you are engaging now and ask him for forgiveness. That's why he died on the cross. And as you do that, every of your prayers this year will be answered. He told us in John chapter 9, God does not hear sinners. 
God does not hear sinners. That's why this prayer is the most important of the prayers. Pray that God will deliver you from evil work. Because God does not hear sinners. All the other three prayer, prayer requests will not be answered unless this one is answered first. Give, give me a life of godliness. I want to be godly. I want to live for you. Enough of living for sin. Enough of living, living unrighteous life. I want you to bow down your heads as we pray. Bow down your heads as we pray. Right there where you are. You can begin to talk to the Lord. And say, Father, I covet your presence. I covet your guardians. I covet your grace. I covet your growth. I covet your godliness. In the name of Jesus. Talk to the Lord. Ask the Lord to deliver you from evil work. Ask him to guide you this year. Ask him to release grace into your life this year. Ask for his help. In the name of Jesus. Ask for growth. Ask for godliness. In the name of Jesus. If you are there under the sound of my voice. You are saying man of God. I want God to answer my prayer this year. I know that I wander far away from him. I want to go back to him. I want to seek him. This month. With the whole of my heart. I want my life to be transformed this month. I need him. I need his guidance. I need to grow. I need his grace. And you are converting his, his, his godliness. Where you are, just put your hands on your chest. I want to pray for you. Put your right hand on your chest and say, Lord, I've come to ask for your forgiveness. Say, if the unrighteous man Say, let the unrighteous man forsake his way. And let the sinner forsake his thoughts. And talk to our God, for he will forgive. And he will abandon the pardon. You ask him for pardon. The Lord will pardon you. He will forgive you and let the old things pass away. As you put your right hand on your chest, I'd like you to raise your left hand. I want to pray for you now. Just raise your left hand up wherever you are whether in this auditorium or you are somewhere listening to the sound of my voice. God bless you. I saw those hands. God bless you. If you are raising your hand anywhere you are, just stand up on your feet before I pray. Stand up on your feet. I want to pray now. I want to pray for you now. That the Lord will bring a change of season. Say, and there shall be a refreshing from the presence of the Lord. A refreshing time will come from the presence of the Lord. And that will be your portion in the name of Jesus Christ. If you are praying that prayer, like I said, I want, I want to see your hand up. I want to see your hand up. You are asking for a refreshing season from the presence of the Lord. Father, we thank you for this morning. We give you praise for opening our eyes to see what we need to pray for. And over and above all, that we need to pray for godliness. I ask today, concerning your people, as many as are repenting from ungodliness, as many as are repenting from evil work, I pray, Lord, you will forgive them in the name of Jesus. Cleanse them with the precious blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Because that's why he came. 
And the Bible says, Whosoever will call upon the name of the Lord, he shall be saved. As that these ones who are repenting, who are calling upon your name, Father, you will answer them in the name of Jesus. Paraventure, there are others who have been your children, but because of what they are engaged in, evil work is going to be a barrier to answers to their prayers. I ask today, you will forgive them in the name of Jesus. Forgive them in the name of Jesus. Cleanse all with the precious blood of Jesus so that your name and your name alone be glorified. Thank you because you have had our prayers. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. I want us to rise up on our feet. I want us to pray a few prayers and then we'll go for the communion service. We're going to pray a few prayers because it's our month of prayer and fasting. I want you to pray. If you can hold hand with somebody and pray for the person. Ask that the Lord will bless this person you are holding. Let God bless them. Let him bless their life. Let him bless their home. Let him bless their business. Bless their career. Bless their ministry. Open your mouth and pray for that person. Say the Lord will bless you. He will bless your life. He will bless your home. Bless your ministry. Bless your children. Bless your career. Bless your business. Open your mouth and pray for that person. That God will bless them. He will bless them. He will bless them. He will bless them. In the name of Jesus. Let God bless them. Let God bless them. In the name of Jesus. Let God bless them. Bless their career. Bless their ministry. Bless their business. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Secondly, you are going to pray for that person. You say, oh Lord. This my brother that I'm holding. This my sister I'm holding. Let him contact unusual grace this year. Unusual favor this year. Open your mouth and pray for that person. That this year, you will contact unusual grace. This year, you contact unusual favor. Unusual grace. Unusual favor. Unusual prosperity. Let him contact it. This year. This year. Contact it. Contact it. Contact it in the name of Jesus. Contact it in the name of Jesus. Contact it in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. You are still going to pray for that person. Every limitation of vision, limitation of unbelief, limitation of laziness, Father, break it over their life and enlarge their course. Give them growth. Growth in spiritual growth. Give them growth in every area of their lives. Give them growth in their business. Give them growth in their academics. Give them growth. All and growth. Give them growth, growth in the name of Jesus. Growth in every area. Remove limitations. Limitations of unbelief. Limitations of lack of vision. Limitations of laziness. Remove every limitation. Remove every limitation. Give them growth and like their course in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. 